Welcome to the first ever episode of Questions with Crocker with myself, Dr. Tanasia Crocker, and your husband. And what is your name? Shane. I'm really excited that you are here with me. We have a lot to talk yeah. about. So for the three people from our friends and family that will listen to this, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your support. If you guys end up liking this podcast, make sure to like, share, and let people know about it since this is the first episode ever. Let's get into why we're doing a podcast and who we are, because there's probably a lot of people that don't know. Let's be honest. Let's be real first. This could be an absolute train wreck. (laughs) (laughs) It could. And what I appreciate is uh, you being here. We're going to do a couple episodes on this podcast. One is going to be Word of the Week, where I ask you to spell something. We're not going to jump out of the gate with that one, because we know spelling might not be your strong suit. So instead, we're going to do this or that. Can I Google it? You cannot Google Actually, your phone should be off. Oh, the cat is wanting in the room right off the bat. We're already acting real professional. There we go. We have a cat, dog, kid in the room with us. This is our life, right? Yes. I think uh, someone said our tagline should be, we don't have time for this, yet here we are. So <laughs> That's very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this or that, would you rather on a Saturday be sitting in your wife's office doing a podcast or golfing? <laughs> um. There's only one way to answer this correctly, and that would be right here. Because you've been married 16 years. And And you know know. how to castrate. (laughs) That is accurate. That is accurate. So let's get into why I know how to castrate. I'm an emergency veterinarian. I've been a veterinarian for over 14 years. Started out doing equine for five years. uh, Spent some time in California. Then we came here to Texas, and we've been here ever since. Done small animal emergency work. And... uh, I also do a little bit of social media education, and that's what we want this podcast to be, is we want it to be fun, entertaining, and educational for people in the vet profession, but also pet owners. Who are you? (laughs) I don't know if my background's very uh, exciting. Um, My degree's in finance. Yes. And I spent half of my career doing corporate America, fun finance, healthcare stuff, and over the past five years, I guess, entrepreneur, so... We enjoy buying stuff, selling stuff, building stuff. Yes. And um, that's why we're here. So the podcast is hopefully going to help a lot of people because we have the perspective of a veterinarian who actually really likes her job still and is successful after all this time. Uh, And then someone who is from the business industry. And you've helped me a lot with the different endeavors that we've had uh, to find the business side of things, figure it out uh, because there was a lot I did not know about that. I know how to, like you said, castrate. I know how to do big surgeries. I know how to diagnose dogs. The business side of things is a little trickier. So in reference to the businesses that we, I guess, own or are part of, how many actually is it at this point in time right now? I think there's a couple ways to look at that. One would be how many tax returns we have to file every year. And one would be how many companies have employees. So technically, we probably have three companies that have employees. Okay. Two companies have employees and probably non-tax returns we file. Meaning there's some companies that are just real estate companies, um, investment type companies, house flipping type companies. So So basically, you're putting out there that we own a trailer park. (laughs) We do own a trailer park. (laughs) That might have a no no employee there. I mean, there's one. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, So our newest endeavor, the one that's the biggest that we probably get the most questions about is even though I am an emergency veterinarian, I go, I work, 
long hours in the ER. I love it. It's what I do. We actually bought a general practice vet hospital recently in our hometown. Uh, recently being a year, it seems like it's been a long time. Some I get days. reminded every night. That- <laughs> During our nighttime finance meetings? Yes. Yes. This man loves to have a finance meeting in the middle of the night. We've actually had to have a discussion about that. But in reality, I can't really pin you down very often. That might be true because I do also travel, speak, do education on the road. And so it definitely adds up really quickly. So buying a vet hospital has been a third child, essentially, right? We have two kids, 10 and 6, Isabella and Corbin. Uh, They are both a little independent. Don't know where they got that from. (laughs) And they keep us on our toes. And the vet hospital has definitely been uh, another baby of ours, essentially, that we are growing And I think it's been really exciting for us. And it's been something I would say from when we were dating, we were talking about wanting to do something like that. Yes, I would agree. And honestly, from when we were dating, we basically both signed on to this crazy veterinary medicine. I don't remember signing that document. I'll be (laughs) honest. I remember conversations about what it may be like, but I never signed a document. We are going to get into future episodes of things we wish we had known before vet school, before Mm. going into this career. Mm. I do think it's really important to go into it eyes wide open, uh, especially if you want to be successful. So that is coming. Uh, If you want to listen down the road, that will be in the works. Um, But I was very open and honest about I wanted to be a veterinarian since I was five years old. I grew up with horses, absolutely loved them. Rangers over here sighing at us must not be too exciting. That wasn't me. Uh, but I did what I wanted to do. And I knew that part of being a veterinarian, it's a very emotionally and physically invested job. Demanding. Yes, it's demanding. And there's a process of learning what you can and can't do, what boundaries you have to put up. And it really does affect your home life in a lot of ways. So there's some jobs I think you leave work at work. I think this is not always one of them. I would agree, but I think sometimes it's personality driven as well. I mean, I think our personalities are one that work's not going to be separate, right? We're going to intertwine that with our daily lives and we're going to bring the kids up to the vet hospital and make them draw syringes and weigh cats. So sweet floors. Sweet floors. Yeah. I'm going to get you a paycheck one day for that. The second that you found out you could write off your kids on your taxes if they worked at the vet hospital you were in. Good point. (laughs) We're not CPAs. We're not giving you uh, legal or tax advice, but. Actually, that would be important to to state. So neither of us are experts. Uh, I would say I'm a pretty good veterinarian. I am pretty decent at social media marketing and speaking and I think just connecting with people and learning and that is a process that has continued throughout my career. What would you say you are good at teaching or speaking about based I'm on your I'm not a good teacher at all. Uh, let's get that <laughs> let's get that out there. I'm not I a teacher like, at are all. Are you trying to get fired on the first episode or I tried before the episode. <laughs> um, my strength is definitely understanding what levers to pull in a business, um, especially in a turnaround or uh, a new venture. So what do we need to set up? What levers do we need to pull? How do you increase profitability, increase margin? A lot of that is derived around my love of spreadsheets. So This man loves an Excel spreadsheet. There's not much else that gets him as excited as 
setting up a sheet, changing one value and everything else changes on the sheet. (laughs) And I've learned in our marriage that it's important that I pay attention to that and I recognize that skill level because I hate spreadsheets and a lot of people do not understand Excel. But you don't have to understand Excel to buy a hospital to run it well. Uh, I would agree with that statement. But you probably ought to have somebody in your hip pocket that does, whether it's a you know, a trusted advisor or CPA or somebody that can kind of help you navigate through the numbers and understand where maybe there's some things leaking that you need to need to plug or fix. And that gets into your job specifically in a business, especially when you're married. It has to be very defined. I think that's probably another episode in itself completely because that I was- like to call those swim lanes. Everybody has their swim lane they need to stay in, even though sometimes you kind of drift over into my lane. Why do you say I drift all the time? Number one, great analogy. Very proud of you. However, I am not the drifter all the time. You definitely, definitely disrupt my swim sometimes because let's just say I'm a little less patient. I'm a little more aggressive with things and changes and ideas. And then you are the one that says, that's a great idea. But how are we actually going to make that happen? Yeah, I, th- I call it reality. Sometimes reality kicks in. <laughs> Figure out, yes, that's a great idea. Who's going to pay for that? Okay, okay, that makes sense. So now people... But the vision is a huge piece of any business. If you don't have somebody that has a vision, then you are probably have worse problem than understanding the finances. And I think if I have anything, I know what I want, where we want to be yes. in life, and we are on the same page with that. So... Hence the podcast where we can answer some of those questions that people ask us about all the things that we have going on about the vet hospital. And I feel like you get a lot about family just in general, like how do y'all survive and do what you do and, you know, that type of stuff. So surviving. It's debatable. (laughs) I would say some weeks are better. Listen, you were gone for five days this week and the kids are alive. I know. That's all I measure it on. The kids are alive. And, uh, are y'all alive? Yes. And also, and they had two baths. the house was still together when I came home. Nothing caught on fire. So I feel like you've got this down. Oh, yeah. I'm good. You're definitely a super dad. You're definitely uh, a good novice golfer, uh, spreadsheet wizard, you know, a little Instagram husband. Social media is a big part of this. Uh, we, I am pretty active on social media as a veteran. I've got 10 followers. <laughs> he do- Don't go follow Shane. <laughs> Private account. You're not going to be able to follow him, even though he's annoyingly. I'm going to open up my content to more golf, I think. Don't. Follow me for golf. That's what is my tagline. <laughs> don't even, <laughs> you don't even know what your Instagram handle is. How do you find that? Is that oh, my, my gosh. And then yet I do social media. I'm going to find that real quick. All right. So let's get back on track. Follow me at, I don't know what it is. So part of this podcast is going to be answering questions from viewers. Yes. Because of that, we actually need people to submit questions. Good point. So you can do that through social media. You can do that through my website, Dr. Crocker. D- you can DM me. <laughs> you, you didn't know what DMing was a week ago. Good point. What is DMing? Um, what does it stand for? Messaging. Direct. Direct messaging. messaging. Oh, my gosh. Oh my God. Do you Direct. know what a thirst trap is? No. <laughs> I feel like the hesitation means you do, but you didn't want to say you knew it. <laughs> the good thing is... Would I be a thirst trap? <laughs> I don't think... This is not that type of podcast. No. I don't think we can talk about that. The thing is, our accounts are not not thirst traps. So if that's what people are looking for, you came to the wrong place. However, if you want... Great golf content. 
No. If you want veterinary career advice, if you want practice ownership advice, if you want to know about how to increase margins. I mean, that's not a very exciting title, but yes, that could be one of the ones that is talked about. Um, If you just want to know how to thrive and not just survive in this profession and how to find the right support, I think that we are pretty good at that. Yes. And if we need any sponsors, Diet Mountain Dew could be one. (laughs) You're addicted to Diet Mountain Dew. Yes. All right. So we just wanted to set up who we are. We wanted to set up what the podcast was about. We wanted to make sure you guys knew that we needed to submit questions. Obviously, if you want to hear more from us. And there's really no boundaries on the questions, right? I mean, just submit whatever and we'll decide what we're going to talk about. Is that kind of the thing? I do think it is important to be really open and honest. Transparent. Transparent. Uh, I am probably a little too good at oversharing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No hesitation again. That was very positive. That was a positive reinforcement. Okay. I appreciate that. So uh, actually, I will will tell you, you have been really good about verbally affirming me, which I appreciate. It's a uh, love language of mine. It's a (laughs) strength. It is. (laughs) So that's going to be the takeaway from this. Uh, If you have a partner, get to know their love language. Yes. Yours is? Physical touch. Physical touch. Mine is? Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Man, you're knocking out of the park. You're not getting fired anytime soon. I've got some things teed up on my phone that should (laughs) (laughs) prompt some firings in the future. Okay, so if you have questions for Dr. Crocker or my husband, Shane, make sure to follow us on social media. Make sure to send us a message, a DM, and uh, we'll be happy to answer that on here. Again, super transparent. We don't want to hide anything. We don't want to gatekeep. That's a new word. What does that mean? Are you serious? Like gatekeeper, like when you call like as a salesman and they won't let you through to the doctor? Yeah. So it's like if you know the secret sauce, you know the success is something, you don't share it with people. That's like a new thing that you're gatekeeping. So we don't want to gatekeep. Do we know this? Uh, do we know? Like, <laughs> we'll talk about topic. it later. We'll talk about it another time. Yeah. We don't want to gatekeep. We want to share everything that we've learned. We can share the stuff that we did wrong. Yes. Through our failures. Don't make these mistakes again. Yes. Yeah. And also... Things we could have learned a little bit faster along the yes. way. But I would say in the long run, we are very excited about where we're going. And Am I close enough to the mic? <laughs> yes. Remember this. This yeah. is what we were taught. <laughs> All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Make sure to like, share, and follow. And tell other people about this podcast and submit some questions so we can make sure to let you know everything that we know. <laughs>